It's the Portland Beer Club Podcast. Beer is proof that God loves us and wants us to be happy. Oh, Lisa, you and your story. Party the vampire. Beer kills brain cells. Now let's go back to that building thingy where our bedroom TV We want you to want beers. Does Sean even know what this is yet? He just or told no? me. Just told he him. just told me. This is episode 12 of the what Portland Beer like Club podcast, your online bottle share. What is, is that? Oh, I see what's going on there. Hang on. Turn that off. Oh my. There's a live wire under the desk hitting my foot, oh. creating some static. Uh, so yeah, episode 12. It is, what is it? It's the last day of August, guys. It's wow. almost That's true. The year just flew by. Tomorrow will be September 2016, which means fall is right around the corner. Uh, yes. So on the show today, we have Obed, Marcus, and myself. Anna is sitting in the back corner, unmiked, just kind of doing her phone and drinking some beers with this online bottle share. Smooth, right? It's hey, that's hey, not bad. hey, I'm here. Oh, I'd yeah. like some of that, please. Oh, I, I heard you talking. <laughs> so, uh, Obed, what are you pouring me here? So this is a three-year-old Roche beer, uh, a smoked, uh, smoked German-style beer, Um Kind of gives off a little bacon nuance. Reminds me of breakfast, you know, mm-hmm. a little porkish, a little uh, campfirey. But I like that. It, I was tasting it right now. It definitely has kind of smoothened out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, it, without it's, a doubt, it has. It's not as sharp as when you you know have like a fresh Roche beer, and it's just like yeah. you feel it. Like I usually am not a fan of smoked beers if they're fresh. Like they just, I just can't do it. This is pretty tasty because yeah, the three the three years bad. old. I have this for breakfast with like some eggs and some more bacon mm-hmm. and yeah, like you said, it's rounded out. It's got some oxidation, but I think that plays nicely with the smoke. Um, it's probably the best Rausch beer I've ever had. Rauch, hey. Rauch, Rauch beer. Rauchen verboten. Rauch beer. In my German class in high school, we had a sign that said Rauchen verboten. <laughs> Smoking forbidden. God damn it. So, anyways, guys. Wait, in the class you couldn't smoke, but anywhere else <laughs> yeah, you could. Yeah. yeah. Our, well, hey, <laughs> in, in, in my day, we actually had a smoking porch for all the smokers. Oh, yeah. No, we had yeah. the pit. Yeah, the pit. Yeah. Yeah. And was we, it still, you could still yeah, smoke Yeah, the pit was still there? there when I was there. Was, okay. Because yeah. we were about 10 years apart, yeah? Something like that. I was 86. You yeah, were, 94. Was this last yeah. century, or what, what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're talking about grade school, just yeah. like you, okay? When we were in school, kids could actually smoke Jesus. at school during you could recess. Also, you could also drive off campus and go to lunch. Yep. Oh, this, well, yeah. This was before prohibition, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, but you had to use smoke signals to communicate across <laughs> campus. <laughs> Open campus with no oh, ceilings. Man, oh man. <laughs> oh boy. So it's, it's a lot better than the last time we recorded, where it was like what 100 degrees outside, and we had uh, the AC going. And yeah, got today had a high of 70, I believe, and it's been raining all day, which I had to come home from work and do an emergency uh, gutter clean. Oh, it's always fun. Uh, let's get some stuff out of the way here real quick. It sounds like Beer Monkers has an anniversary coming up. Yeah, Obed, cool. you going to be hitting that? Yeah, I might. I guess it's going on for several days. The second through the fifth. Yeah, so each of night September. they'll have something going on. So if I have time, I might just, you know. It's their I like seventh? Sean. I like that place. Seven year yeah, anniversary? Yeah, it's a cool place. Yeah, yeah seventh, uh, seventh anniversary, correct. Okay. I know they're doing, I think, a Firestone Walker night with nothing but good Firestone Ooh. Walker beer on draft, which you probably would love. Yeah. So, yeah, check them out. Okay. And uh, anybody going to the Oregon Fermentation Festival on the 10th? I probably won't. No? Okay. What is it? I don't even know. 
Well, it's just all things fermentable. Anything that ferments, I think that you can drink a lot of fermenting. Is it <laughs> it's like called, it's called the Oregon a fermentation? Of, festival. A lot of kimchi. Oh, hey, maybe some sauerkraut. Yes, sauerkraut. Sauerkraut verboten. <laughs> In your class, you couldn't even have sauerkraut. <laughs> no, could no, you smoke it. We could smoke the sauerkraut. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Oh boy, that, okay, this is good. So we, I see we have a we have some magic lined up here for the show today. Yeah, we do have some stuff. Yeah, yeah. What? Hmm. Okay. Well, yeah. let's are, you, get are you ready for something else already? Or no, not yet. I'm okay. still, still savoring my smoked beer. Okay. Mm. Anybody have anything good since the last time we all hung out? Probably. I know you were Obed. You were taunting me with dark Obed. Yeah, night. which day? Can we restrict <laughs> this to like Monday? Or oh, just it... Monday. Okay. No, I did. I, I finally got to try the the purple that came out this year from the. Oh Garden. yeah, how oh. is it? Uh, it was a good good batch. It's nice and jammy, mm-hmm. but. At cool. the same time, it has a really nice, sharp pucker. You feel it in your cheeks. Yeah, you know? the previous version was more just straight jammy. I don't remember it being super sour. I mean, there was definitely tartness, but... No, this one has a good sour to it. Um, cool. The Imperial Stone Brew is aging along perfectly. I yeah. think it's good to drink right now. Uh, definitely better than a month ago when it was yeah. just jammy and juicy. Now it's like nice tartness, you know, good balance. It's... Mm-hmm. The bottle conditioning's working. You, you love those beers, especially when they're hitting at their prime like that, you know? Hmm. Mm. Nice. Indeed. Okay. What about you? Did you have anything good? I don't think I've had anything magic since the last time we all spoke, have I? Well, I saw your empty bottle of prop, Bourbon County prop out there. Yeah. How was that? It was okay. I I mean, yeah, I don't understand how they charge so much for it, but it was pretty good. But the beer was good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean... Is that one of the infected ones? No. Okay. It's supposedly not. Okay. Well, yeah. Then, yeah. Then it makes sense that it was good. <laughs> so I guess I'm not getting a refund on that bottle. We did open up one of the bottles of barley wine that I could not confirm was bad, uh, was bad. last weekend. Oh, it's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's undrinkable. It tasted oh, like I diapers. remember the barley wines like 10 out of 11 were infected when we opened them. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I have one more batch number based off of the share that you guys did and some other stuff online that I found that is not confirmed bad or not. I don't know. So mm. I think I have one more bottle. Otherwise, all my barley wines were bad. Yeah. So, Jeez. Yeah. That's awful. <sighs> Are you going to submit for your refund? Nah. No? Okay. Never. I think I am this round. I didn't do it in the last round. and then I. Are you going to do it? I might as well. I think okay. they're paying more this time, 15 bucks a bottle or something. Well, so that should make up for the ones I didn't claim last time. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, okay. Uh, so, hey, guys. I, uh, whoa, what's that? Jets. I still got the window open. Okay, forgot about that. Uh, fresh hop season is coming up. That's right? a big That's a big deal. It's a real big deal. Um, you know, the bad news I got this week, and I think it's okay to talk about this because it's certainly not going to be a secret once it happens, but it doesn't sound like Portland's going to be getting the fresh hop uh, pallet jack from Barley Browns. Uh, I had a... At a little exchange with Mr. Tyler Brown at Barley Browns, and he said, eh, "You know, we have such limited quantity, and we have such high demand." He said they have not uh, they have not raised the production on it. They're going to keep it exactly where it's at, with the same amount of kegs they've always been doing, just to keep the quality of it. And they have a beer festival in Idaho that they are just big fans of, and I guess they get the the big share of the stuff that leaves the pub. Huh. He said you'll basically be able to get it at the pub at that beer festival, and maybe. Uh, I'm not going to say who, but maybe one of two different tap bar or tap uh, houses here might get it. Hmm. So, I remember last year uh, Belmont had Belmont last year. had him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I was there. <laughs> yeah. So he he said maybe Portland will get one keg if we're lucky. He's not sure. And that'll so, go in a couple hours once. It, oh, once oh it taps. yeah. God, yeah, yeah. So yeah. 
Anyway, so fresh, fresh yeah. hot beers. Uh, and, you know, on social media, we follow all of our favorite places, and a lot of them have been posting, you know, hey, we're brewing out. And they've already, they've already brewed the, the pallet jack. It's done. It's just doing its thing right now. Uh, so what – do you guys have any preference when you see that something's going to be fresh hopped? Is, I mean, for beer style, do you get like, ooh, why'd you do that with a fresh hop? Rauch beers. <laughs> yeah. I love fresh hop rock beers. Yeah. Fresh hop rock beers, amazing. Because I mean, in my opinion, Why fresh hop fresh that? hop should be for IPAs, and that's just my <clears throat> thing. I well, get, what else are people doing? Fresh seen, hop pale ale. I've seen fresh, fresh hop, hop porters. I've seen fresh well, hop Kolsch. So I've seen fresh hop other lagers. Oh, yeah. So the big that. thing you get from fresh hops, right, is that really like not I don't want to say vegetative, but it's that green hoppy, like pungent, wet green hops. Yeah. Wet. Yeah. It's like it's just it's kind of pungent. Um, I already so, had I had one fresh hop beer at the Organic Beer Festival this past weekend. I didn't like it. Yeah, it just tastes I mean, like it can a be way too green if you're yeah. yeah exactly if you're not careful and yeah. uh, you know it's I think it has to go with beers that already have a good amount of bitterness and can hold that up. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I don't really see the allure of it. You know, right. we've had uh, we've had fresh hop festivals. We've had like fresh hopped ambers and reds and things like that. Where I'm <laughs> yeah, just that's like silly. It doesn't a waste of a beer is yeah it, it on is its own. and it's like that flavor profile does not go with the maltiness that you're trying to showcase in those right. those styles of beers. Um, uh, I could see it in particular maybe particular saisons if you're really careful about it. Uh, you know, but pale ales and IPAs are just yeah. fit the bill. Uh, CDAs can CDA, fit the bill yeah, too. In fact, good. we did I've, a fresh hop CDA I've, last year. Remember yep. that one turned out pretty bad, but the one I made the one last th- year. Well, compared to the one I made three years ago. Uh huh. Oh, that one was so good. Okay, that was, that was probably the best beer I've ever made on my own. And that was an extract beer. Mm-hmm. So, huh. I uh, I was at McNally's the other day and I I tried their uh, fresh hop they had on tap. They had the Ex Novo Elliott IPA fresh hop. That's the one I was talking about. <laughs> it was uh, well, I've tried it twice now, two different yeah? locations. I liked it better there than the other location. Really, I did. I did huh. not like it where I had Weird. it. it was you you got to keep in mind a lot of it has to do with what was on the tap before that. Yeah, but and, this was at a festival, oh, so yeah, probably yeah, nothing different. Yeah, I don't know. Fresh, probably maybe, a fresh maybe they're out away from ice too long. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, this, so, it was real so grassy. wet hops usually just complement the, already the hoppiness that's already present in the beer. And if you're using them for something that isn't that, it's yeah typically I mean, not not gone well. I, mean, like, in I, had, my experience. I had a fresh hop porter last year. I was like, Bleh. yeah, <laughs> this does not work. Yeah. Which is almost a CDA at that point. Yeah, uh-huh. you know the hops dominating the. The, I've had fresh hop lagers, and I'm like, well, a lager is about the malt. It's not about the hops. I mean, the hops are there, but they're just a player that kind of back up the malt, and yeah. it just doesn't work. I, I haven't liked them. Yeah. So. I'm just not, I'm, yeah. for many reasons this year, I'm not feeling very excited for fresh hop season. Well, uh, I mean, we, we looked at the Hood River Fresh Hop Festival, which was great last year. This mm-hmm. year, it looks a little underwhelming. Yeah. Um. I, I saw I don't know four beers we'll on see. the list that looked appealing to me. Yeah. So um, I don't know if I want to drive all the way out there for four beers. Right. Hmm. So I don't know. Uh, you know, I think I think I'm just gonna yeah keep our ears open for what's available where at certain places and look for those fresh hot beers and yeah. I mean, I'm interested to see if uh, Boneyard will drop some fresh hops. Yeah. Have they ever? I, I don't think so, but that's why I'm interested. I yeah. want to see because I've never had a fresh hop uh, Boneyard, but that sounds great. Why not? Yeah, sure, absolutely. I mean, you imagine a f- man, yeah, a fresh hop like uh, I don't know. I may really like a fresh top RPM. That might be really or, uh, nice. Or uh, watch uh, Great Notion decide to come out with a fresh hop. Oh that, shit, that'd be amazing. They may already I, have it in the. 
The fermenter. Yeah. You know which I think could work really well is their uh, their uh, whole melon. If they use whole melon hops in the, if they could get them for fresh hop or wet hop on top of that, it'd be really. It's more resiny already. That could go really well together. Yeah. Hmm. But more yeah, exciting possibilities. I mean, Laurel would always creates a couple of fresh hop versions of like Workhorse and. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if they had megafauna, but I mean, workhorse. <laughs> megafauna needs it. Yeah, fresh hop workhorse <laughs> is great, though. It's a really good beer. So, huh. well, speaking of great notion, our buddy Chad, who's been on the show several times, just finished his little uh, collaboration brew with Great Notion for the Willamette Week Pro Am coming up. Yeah, do you know who brew bombed him? Who? Oh, brew bombed him. What? <laughs> Obed. What o- Obed's. Back Chad up. was brewing with Great Notion. And he got bombed by somebody else that he knows. <laughs> <laughs> Obed worked his way back there. It was, uh, <laughs> was that, yeah, that was recently, actually. Last week. That was last, last weekend, week, yeah, yeah, or Friday. Last week, yeah. Well, I just happened to be in the neighborhood and, you know, might as well mm. stop by Great Notion. Hey, Chad's did, there. That's cool. <laughs> did they reveal to you what they're brewing or is that a big secret? They did, actually, but I don't know if they posted it anywhere on their website. I don't think they have. So. Chad's posted it. So I don't know if I want to say I don't know if, they, if, if they haven't what made they're it making. public. Mm. I don't want to make it public, okay. but it it sounded delicious and uh that I, I I might go to the pro am just to try it. Uh, yeah. yeah, I may do that too. I don't think I'm going to be here so you guys have fun. All right. Yeah. Uh let's talk about a brewery that doesn't give two shits about fresh hops. <laughs> uh <laughs> our brewery of focus today and I see a sure. bottle of some of their deliciousness. Oh, we're going to open it now. Yes, that's a good idea. Uh one of my favorite. Oh, you need an opener. Hang on. Hang on. Talk amongst yourselves. Actually, I don't I have my oh, key here. over. I got oh, it. There we go. Okay. Uh Okay, Wait, sorry. Listen for the lack of carbonation. Oh, oh, a little bit of little bit on that one. All right. Uh yeah, so this is this is a brewery that makes many of my top six lists for various reasons. Hair of the Dog, uh, located down uh, is the water exit off of I-5 North. You just go over from the west side to the east side, and you take that old OMSI exit, and it's right there as you come off the exit. Uh, I love Hair of the Dog for many, many reasons. Not only do they make many beers that I love in the barrel-aged uh, realm of things, but they also have good food. It's a fun little environment. They have one of the best beer festivals around, uh, so I'm just I love this brewery so much. Oh, but you look you're looking at me like you want to stab me in the face. Not at all. <laughs> no, I agree. I mean, uh, Hair of the Dog is great. Uh, you know, a lot of people give them a bad rap for their brewing style, but that is their brewing style. That is what they do, and they're good at it. And there are people like us who appreciate it. You know, mm-hmm. um, I do not mind. Like for example, the beer we're about to have now, I've had before, and it's it's delicious. Yeah, it's really. I, good. I don't care that it's not you know super bubbly or whatever. It's fine to me. It's, the flavor itself is delicious, and. Uh, like you said, the festival is good. The food's Fred good. Uh, I like going in there for to see what's on tap from the wood. You know, they usually have oh. a, a tap handle that's Fred from the wood or Adam from the mm. wood with peaches or cherry mm-hmm. or something fun like that. You know, and it's uh, they're always pretty interesting. I don't so. even remember what it was, but I, I think of all the from the woods I've tried, there's only been one that I just I didn't really find appealing. Uh, but you know, I mean, let's say one out of twenty is not good. That's, yeah, that's yeah, pretty impressive. I haven't been a, f- a fan of their from the stone series yeah. though. It's a little their, more difficult. Stone egg, yeah. That to me, it just yep. too much concrete. But you know, it's a new new thing to the brewery, and he's still dialing it in. Who knows? Maybe a few batches from now, give him a try, and you know. Well, maybe as that thing ages and gets many beers run through, it'll start to 
less mineral and more whatever it is he's going for. I, I know they're they're mostly designed for sour beers, ah. you know, because all those pores in the concrete, you know, the the mm-hmm. wild uh, uh, bacteria can just thrive and multiply mm-hmm. and, and you know be wonderful. But I'm trying to remember. I, I've had one. I've had one from the stone that I actually found tolerable. And I was it the barley wine. Was I was the there with you. Might have been doggy claws. I, I I can't remember what it was. I, I'm talking on my butt right now. And I hate it when I do that. But, uh, yeah. The last sip was really good. I got a little bit of sweetness from that rock Yeah. So yeah, what good. are we drinking right now? This is the, we're drinking the Putin, yeah? This is the 2015, yeah, Putin, which is from the wood. What is Putin? What's it's this? an imperial Russian stout that's mm-hmm. barrel-aged. Uh, I believe it's in bourbon barrels. It doesn't actually say, but. You can taste the heat on it, though. Yeah. At least from last time. On I the back it. end, yeah. Yeah, no, actually, this is surprisingly smooth, I think. Yeah, it's delicious. Um, I mean, I don't know if the... Uh, it's a pretty still beer, so I don't know if the lack of carbonation makes it a little more uh, smoother to drink, but... Um, oh, you know, I was going to say, and don't leave out, it's a collab as well. Oh, yeah, go ahead. It's a demolin collab out of the Netherlands. Oh, yeah. Um, which is a great brewery, by the way. Yes, the had, demolin that they had at the... They had one of the best beers at OBF At OBF, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Which one? Mm. I'd have to, I'd have to pull see. up my pull up my shit and looks. I don't want to do that. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say I have a I have a. It was an it was an imperial stout of some sort. Yeah, I yeah. have a like Serp, serp serpents. Ten something? or twelve of their bottles in my fridge right now that I want to open soon. So was uh, it serpent? Yeah, that sounds right. Something. No serpent. serpent. Isn't that Lost Abbey? Oh, that's oh. Lost Abbey. Yeah, you're the, right. What was the Mexican cake? Who made that one? Uh, Westbrook made Westbrook. Mexican Westbrook. cake. Okay, then yeah. I can't remember what, what the Mullen had, but it was good. I know that it was good. Uh, yeah, you know they've uh, hair of the dog too has been doing the barrel aging thing for beer maybe longer than anyone else in Portland. Yeah, I mean they started off and did it right away, and they opened in '93. I mean they have beers like Dave, right? They have mm-hmm. the most expensive beer ever made or what paid is that, like for fifteen hundred bucks or something. Uh, or the last more. person who bought it was I think it was over three thousand dollars. Three thousand dollars. I think Holy I signed cow. for two thousand twenty five hundred recently. Yeah. Good lord. And it's a. I mean, is it worth it? No. They do a, a charity auction yeah. for it, so you know. But it's a. Uh, well, I know. I know but, when I win the lottery, that's the first thing I'm doing. Is I'm going down there and buying like three of those. And then you're gonna bore. But I want to just pour one out. <laughs> Wash my hair in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and laugh at everybody. <laughs> you're gonna blend it with a lager. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Obed's videos. I would just have ice cream with it, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Obed's ice cream. Um. You should open a beer and ice cream shop. I might. It sounds like a great idea. It does, actually. Yeah. yeah. Why not? <laughs> you could do it. Um, yeah, you know, they, I mean, I can't believe they still have the same brew house they've always had, which is a tiny system. It's four barrel, which means. Uh, the place they're in now is not their original location. I mean, it's the same brew system, though. Oh, I see what you're saying. They just have more oh, space yeah, to yeah. barrel okay. age stuff. Okay. But they're, they're brewing on a four barrel system that for, that's eight times bigger than what I brew on at home. Mm hmm. Which is crazy. That's like that's nothing mm-hmm. for a brewery of that size. Right. You would think that puts out yeah as much that puts out as much beer as they do. I mean, they barrel age things for up to eight years. They said. I mean, they're just mm-hmm. doing lots of cool stuff, um, and they have a distinct flavor. I feel yeah. too. Like their house. I don't know if it's the culture or the barrels or whatever it is, but nothing. No other beer tastes like a hair of the dog beer. Mm-hmm. Kind of no. like a barrel aged Firestone Walker beer. No other beer tastes like a barrel-aged Firestone Walker beer to me. Right. It has this like unique thing going on. I, I, I like a lot of Hair of the Dog beers uh, with about a, a year on them, you know, cut, mm-hmm. cut some of the initial sweetness out and yeah. let them, you know, they're great. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't age them too long, obviously. I know a lot of people have held on to very old 
care of the dog and you know it's the only beer i'll take the exception to on that is doggy claws yep, i've got a few old doggy ones on claws. that yeah we actually as well last time we went to had a bottle shared ranko it it i opened good. a 2012 it was good and we both thought this could actually age longer a little longer yeah yeah so other than that beer, I agree. I mean, they're they're usually pretty ready to drink. Well, didn't uh, wasn't it? Brian came to my last beer share and he brought like a it was like a what a two thousand five or two thousand six doggy claws or something. Do you remember? Yeah. It was something like that. Yeah, it was it I was pretty remember. old. Yeah, and that that held up well. Yeah. What do yeah. you think of the Putin? You think it's holding uh, up good? It's delicious. Well. Yeah, yeah. I would say the if, if I could complain about anything about that place is. Just because of the location, parking is a bit sketchy. Uh, a lot of a lot of homeless <laughs> what, camps. What do you mean parking, or you mean the actually like your car can be broken into, like, like, like mine, <laughs> like your wife's car got broken into yeah. the one time, and there's like uh, condoms on the walkway. <laughs> yeah, and it's just you know you're parking right in front. Sorry of Sorry about of that. I apologize. And, I walked in front of you. <laughs> I figured it was. Um, and and also that train track that goes right through there. It's that nasty one down by Omsi where. You hit that thing sometimes, and you'll wait for yeah. half an hour. That train is infamous. Like Sean, every time Sean tries to drive it. past that, it, that train yeah, comes through. It's a nasty, nasty it's bad train. Luck. And it's the same train that winds up and goes down by uh, Apex. Oh, God. It's that same damn line. and just Oh, man. oh it is, yeah. yeah I true. hate that train. Oh, my, my only complaint is uh, I can't afford to buy their allotments. <laughs> 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 I, I usually just... Uh, Buy one or two bottles, not yeah. the whole box, because that's that's a that's a price. They can box. be a little spendy, yeah. Like yeah. this Putin was twenty bucks for a twelve ounce bottle. Yeah. But I like that you can go there and you know not only get stuff on tap, but they also have uh, vintage bottles. Oh, they're seller, to, to yeah. Drink, to drink on yeah, that on, is on premises. Cool. That's really cool. And yeah. you can spend anywhere from eight bucks all the way up to you know hundred bucks. I think I think we have bought like a two thousand eight doggy claws there mm-hmm. for like twelve bucks or yeah. something, and it was like, wow, this is a great beer for yeah. twelve bucks. Yeah, um, it's impressive. Yeah. I uh, think uh, Auto 2013 from the wood, that's probably one of the most unique beers I've had. The profile yeah. was so unique. That's mm. the one where I was at Bailey's Upper Lip and I bought it and it didn't have a price on it. I'm like, well, it can't be that much. And it, that's $20. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 12 ounce. Yeah. I'm like, God damn it. And I didn't want to take it back because it looked like I'm broke. <laughs> I'll actually say, too, that um, along with maybe Abyss, even more so because this tastes more like it's from the barrel. Uh, the first time I went to Hair the Dog with you was one of the first times I had a barrel-aged beer that was actually, like, barrel-aged. You tasted the barrel. You tasted the bourbon. And went mm-hmm. on. It was at uh, Matt 10. And we oh. split it with you and me and Andrew? Andrew. Think, not Andrew. Uh, Anthony. Oh, my nephew. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I was just blown away by the flavor profile of that mm-hmm. beer. And I still love that beer to this day. Maybe I, mean, I don't know if it's as amazing as I remember. I think it's actually pretty damn amazing. But, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. That beer was crazy good. I like that yeah. Alan's doing a lot of collabs lately. Like in this past year, you've seen him do a lot of European breweries, a lot of small mm. brewery from Hawaii, yeah. brewery from the Netherlands. What do you do with a Hawaiian brewery? They had it on tap at a uh, Fred Fest. Mm. Uh, I'm trying to remember the style. If it was a oh. strong ale, or, yeah, that sounds you know, I don't. I remember the the exact style, but they had they had them in the house. The brewer was there, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I remember trying it there. Um, but that's cool. You know, I want to see more of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Always a good time. Uh, and speaking of expensive beers, let's talk about our other topic of the day, which is beer prices. What you pay for your beer? I mean, you, if you like us, as where we are buying a lot of these reserve things, and 
you know, spending up to twenty, twenty-five, sometimes thirty and forty dollars for a bottle of beer, and even finding stuff on tap. Uh, I mean, I've seen some things like you know, ten dollars for a six-ounce pour. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what do you guys think about beer well, pricing? What it, I know this has happened to you. What do you say to people when they look at you and they scoff at you? Because you show them a bottle of beer, you quit, say, "Yeah, I paid twenty five bucks for this." Quit talking about my parents, Marcus. <laughs> no, I get that all the time from people who don't understand beer, and I'm like, "Oh, well, how much?" You know, I've talked to wine people, I'm like, "What do you pay for a bottle of wine?" Well, twenty five, thirty bucks. Why? Yeah. Why would you pay so much for that? Then why would you look at me for paying twenty five dollars for this bottle of beer? Yeah, a lot more went into this bottle of beer than went into your bottle of wine. I can guarantee you that. Yeah, so. your, your bottle of whiskey scotch was how much? Hundred bucks, <laughs> eighty bucks. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So. Well, yeah, a bottle of wine, I think, is the perfect compare because the bottles that we're paying 25 bucks for, it's not like it's a, you know, it's a, uh, you know, Corona, you know, 64-ounce bomber mm-hmm. or something like that. I mean, you're talking about beer that is probably spent at least a year or two aging on different things in different vessels, oak or fruits or whatever. Right. You know, you're talking about a beer that's been cellared and took, taken up space just like a wine barrel right. would. And then it's being blended like wine gets blended, and then it's being finally packaged and perhaps aged even longer in the packaging mm-hmm. so that until it's ready to go. And so the brewer has put years of time and effort into this. And then you get this beer, and, I mean, sometimes they're not, but typically these beers are 10 15%, 20% alcohol. It's like, well, that, that's what a bottle of wine is. So mm-hmm. if you want to equate it to alcohol percentage yeah. it's the same thing well, just seeing, but the complexity and the flavors and the enjoyment you get out of it and you can share it yep. just like you can share a bottle of wine yep. with other people like we're doing right now yeah the, right. Ingre- and the ingredient bill on a bottle of wine versus a bottle you know, versus a bottle of beer i mean I, yeah <laughs> oh grapes <laughs> and then all this stuff in some <laughs> ways i feel like a lot more love is actually i do feel a lot more love is put into barrel aged beers than it is wine because wine you Pick your grapes. You kind of let it do its thing. Then you throw yeah. it in a barrel. You let it do its thing. A beer, you're 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 crafting the grist, the grain bill. You're crafting your hops. You're crafting all your adjuncts. You're adding afterwards. You're doing mul- potentially multiple vessels. Mm-hmm. You know other adjuncts you're adding in. Um, how you're going to package and bottle it because it needs to be carbonated. Like I listened to uh, the Ale Apothecary was on the Brewing Network the other day. They rebottle ferment not with like just um, corn sugar, which is much what a lot of people do, they use honey. They like to use local honey because they feel like the honey imparts an additional complexity into the beer. Sure. And then you let that sit, it matures and adds to the beer. And I'm like, mm-hmm. wow, that's the the steps that he does to produce, that Paul does to produce his beers are crazy complex compared to buying a bottle and of wine. Just, and and yet his, his prices equipment. are like, his prices are like a bottle of wine. You just think he's not brewing on stainless steel. He's brewing on all like, you know. Yeah. But wood he's that he on cut some down stuff. by hand, you yeah. know, from his property. Mm-hmm. He's even dry hopping in, on wood. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I mean, a lot of yeah, labor, time, effort goes into his beers. And I mean, a lot of people ask why is a bottle of El Apothecary so expensive? Well, that is why. That's mm-hmm. why. You know, it's it's really probably the most hands-on you know brewing experience. True crafting of. He beer. was saying a brew day. From the time that they brew to when they like boil off and rack into a fermenter is forty hours. Wow! <laughs> I'm like, what? Jeez. Yeah, forty hours. So it's he crazy. uses meth <laughs> <laughs> to stay awake. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, he is very skinny and thin. <laughs> <laughs> he has a beard now to hide the sore. No, that's a bad. That's not. <laughs> no, no, no. He does not, not use meth. We're it's just joke. making jokes. <laughs> Um, he's just Superman. Jeez, that's crazy. Yeah, he's amazing. W- Obed, what's the most you've ever paid for a bottle of beer? 
Oh, yeah. Like an individual bottle of beer. One bottle yeah. of beer. You got to remember that, huh? And and how many ounces was that bottle? I think it was um, with with shipping <coughs> and handling and everything involved. It was probably around eighty bucks. Wow! And it was for uh, a bomber, a, a specific vintage year of Dark Lord that I wanted. I wanted that specific year uh-huh. to complete what I was doing. So, oh, you, you wanted know. a set? Uh-huh. Look at look at him laugh at me when he says Dark Lord. Because he just knows that's one of my bucket lists. Do you know he's been chugging Dark Lord for the last three weeks? I'm sure he has. I'm sure he has. Um, One of these days. But yeah, that's probably the most I've I've paid for. What's the most you've ever spent in just like a bottle shop here locally? Oh, that's harder to say. 30, 40? I mean, there's been like a few times where, you know, it's it's a couple C-notes, you Mm -hmm. know. Yeah, it was a big haul, you know. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, it's no, not, on a that, single bottle though. That's not, not av- that's not average. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. and single no. bottle, I mean, forty bucks. Look, look I think at, is the most at, I spent. Uh, look yeah, at Utopius. Oh yeah, but you know, <laughs> that was, that have was you bought what, Utopius? Have you bought Utopius? It's hard to say. Hard to say. <laughs> You're sitting on Utopius, aren't Why you? Are you looking at <laughs> getting a look from the wife. I'm just saying that's an expensive bottle. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over a hundred bucks for one bottle. But uh, that hundred bucks is cheap. I thought. Uh, well, our other buddy spent. Didn't he spend a couple hundred on his? There. Well, there. You actually get it retail. You know, you're looking yeah. at two hundred, one fifty. You're getting him in trouble. You oh, shut up, oh, Sean. Oh, shut my mouth is what he's saying. <laughs> but uh, you know, it, it's not. That's not common though. That's not a common expensive bottle for me. Is you know, I'm paying around twenty bucks for yeah, it or, yeah, yeah, you know, or more. That's a common expensive. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, for for that price, you know, I am picky for for the price range. I look at ratings. I'm not going to drop over ten dollars for something that's barely averaging a score of four, mm-hmm. you know, or under. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm going to drop a little over, more than that, fifteen twenty, I want it to be over four stars. I want it to have good yeah. ratings. If yeah. not, why 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 waste that much money? Yeah. You know. Yeah. There's certain like I will spend. 15 to 20 without thinking about it on it, just about anything from Firestone Walker. I mean, that just because I just know it's going to be good. Yeah, their bottles average yeah. around 20 They're, bucks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's fine. Yeah. yeah How, uh, uh, which midnight, what am I trying to say? Berserker? Sun. Yeah, Berserker. Oh man, that was a cheap price. Arctic, Those, Arctic, they were like 15. Yeah, Arctic Devil. Yeah. That kind of stuff. You you, uh, you should be asking this question to people that were at Brews for New Avenues. Um, <laughs> what did you pay for your bottle? I didn't. I didn't bid, man. It was it was too rich for me. I couldn't. I couldn't win a bid if I wanted to. Yeah. Some of those were closing out at three grand, two grand. Wow. Uh, you know that's insane for me. Uh, I saw that's one crazy. bidder win multiple bids that were all over a thousand bucks. He won multiple okay. bids. Wow. Um, you know, I, I saw like a, so somebody went there with a purpose. Yeah, the, you know, the, j- just like say one Magnum easily seven hundred bucks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it it's, it's all good to a good cause. It's yeah. charity, you know, for a lot of people that have that money to spend, and it, it's a nice tax write off. It helps their business. Sure, but for mm-hmm. an average Joe, you know, that's a little too rich uh, for my blood. But um, I, I, you know, they they did have uh, reasonable options. They do a lot of sets in the on the table. You could have gotten. Uh, Oh, I think a six pack of barrel aged beers, including a Dark Lord 2010. Other ones, I think the last time I saw that bid, it was at 110 bucks. Yeah, which that's a that's great pretty good. Deal. Yeah. That's like 20 bucks a bottle or something, you know. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. fine. Um, you know, and and I saw a, a couple of uh, uh, of sets in that in that bid, and and it's a great way for somebody to just walk in and and obtain a lot of a good beer. 
you know, without paying too much. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know. Let me ask you this, Obed. <clears throat> so you said, you know, you don't want to pay 20 bucks for a beer that's under a four-star rating. In general, How, there are exceptions, sure. obviously. How about a beer that's re- trending at, say, it's like just around four, and its price point is five bucks a bottle? Would you go in and oh, like, yeah. be like, oh, man, yeah, I'll buy a six? Like, do you have your list of beer, worth, favorite beers that are like cheap but are but are really solid, maybe not five, you know, big-time five-star? We star, all have but, that. I mean, if you need something, you know... Uh, you know, you can always depend on like a ten dollar ching ching. Mm-hmm. That, that's a great, great little sour hey, beer. Hey, this is an adult show. You know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> you know, that's a great. Ben you only brewing. say that on kids shows. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's a great, great <laughs> bottle. Ching ching in front of adults. Um, <laughs> I like a lot of the uh, St. Louis uh, uh, creeks from Belgium's. Mm. Uh, they're about seven bucks, nine bucks. That's one of my favorite creeks out there. Yeah. You know, if I'm seeing that. Uh, or the, or the Caldera Toasted Coconut Porter, five bucks. Those are all great deals, you know mm-hmm. I mean? They're not rated super high, but they're There's, great. They're solid, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. There's a number of goos that you've uh, introduced me to that are in that, like, 7 to $10 price point right. that are really nice. Oh, yeah. It's a very underrated and style. Like, and they're usually, like, three, four years old, and they're great. Those are the ones where you don't, like, feel nervous when you drink them. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> See, and, and, and goos is a very you? specific... Uh, category because a lot of those beers are rating three five uh-huh. really yeah, low that's scores true. Yeah. but uh that's because somebody say that hates belgian beer hates sours tries it and they're like oh this this tastes sour and awful bad bad rating but the average person uh that's a beer nerd really appreciates that <laughs> beer style so you know that's an exception yeah what's going on over here i smell poop you smell poop i smell poop like what's dog your, poop there's your bathroom particularly there's no show dog here today. Okay. <laughs> Maybe a ghost farted. I don't know. Sean, do you, do you need I, a break from I, this? Do I you actually need took a, a shower before this because I, you know, clearing those you gutters. You had to get rid of the poop. And when I say, when I say clearing those gutters, I was actually you did clearing not mean, gutters. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> not some poopy euphemism. Did we Sure, yeah. Let's open something. Yeah, what is that? What do we got there? Go ahead, Obed. Let's get that sucker going. This well. is some something called PF. It's a lambic style, and it's bleh, 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 I don't know what it is. Oh, it's a frame. <laughs> <laughs> it says right there, duh. <laughs> a PF. Um, <laughs> it's a lambic. It's been a long day. <laughs> Aged on <laughs> blueberries. There you go. Yeah. You're turning violet, violet. Hey, so you just said something, Sean. Uh, what beers do you remember opening that you were nervous about, and what made you nervous about them? Uh, the Schutz Cubed. The Black Boot Cubed. When you learned that it was no, maybe not holding up? Well, or? no, just like, okay, so I had it at the pub, and it was one of the best beers I've ever had. Yeah, it was I great. fell in love with it. I bought, what, three bottles? For we t- had it at your share out of the bottle, yeah. and it was great that's, there, too. And that's when I was nervous, because I was like, okay, I just paid $25 a bottle for this, and I'm opening this up at a beer share where it was my pro-am beer share, where there's a lot of people who don't always appreciate really good beers. They don't know what they're drinking. You know, they just, oh, yeah, it's pretty good. I'm like, am I wasting this on these people? Should I have saved this for the real beer people? Um, you know, and then, like, there's another time where I think I opened one. It was just me and one other person. And I'm like, am I wasting this on two people? So, you know, so you get a little nervous. And, you know, did I make the right decision in opening this? You know, you, when you get those expensive beers, you really want to make sure you're making it worth it when you drink it. You don't want to open up an expensive bottle when you're you're kind of drunk. And, uh, Kill it. I'm trying. So, you know, it's, it, there's some decision-making that goes into opening an expensive beer. You right. just you, just, you wouldn't crack open, you know, a $100 bottle of champagne 
for just to hang out and have a TV dinner. Right. <laughs> Marcus. Um, what what of, else do you have with TV dinners? I don't yeah. understand right Speaking now. Speaking of expensive beer, I think I recently bought a set of Tilquin, which averaged around 30 bucks a bottle. Um, but, you know, that, that, that to me had, had a meaning. You know, I, I've been tracking that beer. Uh, online waiting waiting for it to hit the u.s i i knew through the distributor when it arrived at the port mm-hmm. you know i, I had uh, andrew's <laughs> special order i knew we were Look getting some you. you know what i mean so uh and I, it's not something that's commonly available you oh, know so you, had, you got some at abv it, it went in like an hour really two. yeah yeah, yeah. The, it's so we got a box of each and each box only had six bottles they Ooh. don't send you a case they, right. each little box only contains six seven fifty mls mm-hmm. and uh you know, like some, uh, including the mirror, which is probably the rarest Tilquin aside from, you know, the squared, you know. So it's a very special beer. It's something I can't, you know, oh, just buy it next month. Right. You know what I mean? I'll save up and buy it next month. You know, it's kind of like, mm-hmm. oh, if it's here, you know, pull mm-hmm. the trigger. It mm-hmm. won't be here for a long time again. So, yeah. you know, it's a special purchases like that. But that's that's not an everyday thing, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Yeah. I think what we're talking about mostly here is not everyday buying. I mean, obviously, if you're drinking beers with apparently TV dinners that Sean eats, <laughs> uh, you're not going to be crushing. Man and just, you're not going to be crushing. What what beer goes best with the you know the vanilla pudding with the skin on top? <laughs> that sounds disgusting. Yeah. What, what the hell? Oh come on! What's wrong with you people? I don't. I don't. Is that part of the Hungry Man dessert? Yes. TV yes. dinners were not part of my grow. The fried chicken. My with life the, growing with up. The baked. Uh, what the little riffle fries with the little you know not not waffle fries but the rippled ones uh, the like skinny see, ones that are yeah. rippled the see, when I've been drinking and I make poor decisions I might eat Taco <laughs> Bell but I I can't see myself hey I'm gonna fire up a hungry man on the microwave like. I think we've all opened up by the way a very expensive bottle while we've had too much to drink and made a poor decision in yeah. doing that yeah. yeah oh yeah everybody's done that. <laughs> Well, this is going to go to where there's $30 in this. Yeah, toilet. exactly. <laughs> wow, you wake up in the morning. Wow, that's a full bottle of $30 beer. <laughs> yeah. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, let's uh let's move on to our top 6 list because we're talking about beers we love and specialty things. So, uh top 6 list this time. Uh Marcus, I believe you came up with this topic. So, why don't you announce what our topic is here? Okay. Uh the top 6 and this was supposed to be really specific so that you can't just categorize everything, but it was top 6 adjuncts, adjunct ingredients that are added to beer. Um and I got confused in our thread and I probably I might have done my list wrong, but Oh, what the hell? Well, what I mean is like specifically like, oh, I really like blueberries in beer. Uh-huh. Not fruit. You would say blueberries. Like right. you got to be specific about it. Or I really, really like gin in beer. Okay. And this is why I like gin in beer. Yeah. And you can talk about it like that. Right. So, so, so would that I mean. be more barrel aging? Because my understanding adjunct is actually an ingredient that's added to the beer. I'm going to consider adjunct as anything that adds flavor to the beer or character to the beer. Okay. Beyond. Okay. Beyond that just it, beyond just the brew day, beyond just the just you know the hops, the yeah. bar, the the malt, the secondary bill. stuff. Yeah, the secondary ingredients. Okay, so then I barrel aging is fine, but I'd like a particular barrel. Then I think my list is good. I'm Not still, just I'm a, still meditating <laughs> on those poor, expensive decisions to open those bottles when you shouldn't. <laughs> I have never seen you cry before, and uh, it's it, happening. It, you know, it makes sense because we left this out of this topic, but you factor in people at beer trade. Uh-huh. You know, there's people that spent so much time, money, miles, effort putting bottles together for just one bottle, you know, to <laughs> open that, to you know, with, or, yeah, or something yeah. like that. But, um, <clears throat> you know, some of those are the adjunct beers. A lot of people love the, the adjunct beer so much. So, um, 
going back to that topic. Not a fan of this, Marcus? No, I'm asking if you aren't, because you kind of went... Mm, 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 oh, no, know. I like this. I've, I've oh, had do. a couple bottles of oh, this. Oh, you have? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I, a couple I, bottles. I thought you didn't like, like it. Him go. Yeah, I like blueberry stuff, speaking of it. So, so this bottle goes for about a dollar an ounce. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think it was about 12 bucks or something like that. Yeah, I think when going back to that subject, too, because I'm, I'm going retro right now, is like once you get into a dollar an ounce range, you know, that also for me is like... Is it a, is mm-hmm. is it from a reputable brewery that I I believe in? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, that also plays a factor. Absolutely, for me. yeah, I yeah. agree with that. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, who wants to go? Obed, let's just start with you and work our way around. All right. Um, well, since he he kind of made room for barrels, they weren't in my list. You know, because I, I oh barrels are definitely I have barrels. I, I was on my thinking list. of actual ingredients, but since he opened that door, yeah. I, I'm going to say that I love. Uh, cognac barrel aged beers. Uh, <laughs> it's not not a ton of people do it. But uh, the ones I've had were all very, very nice. It adds a, a nice dimension uh, where it's not so much boozy, but it's a nice, delicate hint of sweet. And you get to get kind of the beer. The beer flavor is still there. It's not a barrel that overpowers a beer, but it adds a nice yep. little uh, desserty texture. That I'm just going to tag on with Obed here. That's my number six as oh, well. Look cognac barrel. Um, wow. I also feel like cognac... So for so as as Obed said, I think I've had cognac barrels in imperial stouts, I've had with like abyss or whatever. I've had cognac barrels in fruit beers, like soured beers, and it also adds great complexity. I think it's a really oh, yeah. diverse barrel. The guards on uh, cognac. Yep, and um, the shoots did it with their abyss this year. The shoots did it, and we had a cognac beer on the show about a month or so yeah. ago. That was I can't remember oh, what yeah. it was. The tool from uh, yeah. from Scandinavia. Yep. Yeah, that was really good. And I, I didn't know that it was in the beer until we tasted it. And then I went, wait a minute, this tastes like. And then sure enough, it was. And um, I feel like it also gives you this kind of like minerally petroly thing a little bit too. It's just it's a really complex but light flavor. Um, yeah, I I am a huge fan. I've only had a few beers, you know. There's only a few beers that are, beers that are made with it, but I've liked it enough that I've actually got oak chips soaking in cognac at home right now, and I bought a good cognac to do that, so I can do that to my beers, some of my beers going forward, because I think it's such a great flavor addition. Well, I'm not going to succumb to peer pressure. It's cognac, rum barrels you... is my number six. <laughs> don't ah. lie don't lie people come here and listen for the truth the, the true peer pressure and following <laughs> of this could have been a, a favorite barrel age top six well no I, 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 i'll say right now <laughs> i'm not gonna no i, I don't, don't have, have two barrels in my too. top six i only so. have two barrels as well yep uh i just i really love that rum flavor on certain beers uh it doesn't work well with a lot of styles but it works excellent with certain styles yeah. and uh, just a big fan of the, the stuff when it's worked out. So mm-hmm. we're not allowed to say bourbon barrels. That's just I'm putting that rule right now. There's what? No, we can't have because that. Come on, bourbon barrel is what. Come on, that's just too easy. That's, that's <laughs> like taking away out. Like you just okay. Need it Are we taking bourbon barrels out of our list? Then is that what we're doing? Because I, I got I, other ones. <laughs> bourbon barrels on my list. <laughs> I, I just feel like that. I feel like okay, that's nope. like a default. I feel like that's like a cliche. Bourbon barrel, like, you know, like uh, all right. I mean, you guys, it's your list. So I'll just leave. They're not on mine, okay? So <laughs> Anna can it, see my list, but they are, but they're not. It's number yeah. one on your list. I'll bet. <laughs> well, not technically. Oh, okay. Anyways, right. go ahead. Anth, go next <laughs> number one, five. Ah, one of my favorite uh, ingredients in beer. Uh, I love cherry beer. I love uh, I love when cherries are added. I like. I like him in lambics. I like him, you know, in, in traditional creeks. I like him in, in just uh, uh, even in some stouts where they're adding some fruit. You know, that's one of the fruits that I like. Uh, wilds, you know, yeah. it's just uh, it's a good profile. Um, 
don't like him in IPAs. I I had somebody did an IPA with cherries and it was horrible. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> there is a, a fine line for me. It has to be a, a good natural cherry flavor. I don't like that cough syrup fake cherry. See, that's what I find a lot like, with cherry beer. Well, well with especially with dark cherry beers, yeah, it's really, it can get medicinal you really quick. It from, you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. good reputable brewery. Well, you know, you look you look at a lot, a lot of the Jester King stuff. Their cherry ales are wonderful. Their mm-hmm. Montmorency yeah. cherries or their Balaton cherries, Side Project, Degard. You know, they use cherries perfectly. Mm-hmm. So good. it's it's one of my favorite uh, yeah. uh, type of beers to pick up. All right, Marcus. So I'm gonna. It's similar. If you say cherry beers, I'm going to sock you in the face. Nope, it's similar, though. Raspberry. Raspberry. Yeah, and for all the same reasons that Obed just mentioned, other than I feel like I get less, you get less of a medicinal thing potentially with cherry beers. Now, than you do with cherry beers. Now, that being said, you can get a medicinal with raspberry, too. Um, but it's the same thing. It's You can add it to sour beers. That it's just It goes with any kind of sour beer, either a golden sour or a dark sour. Um yeah, dark sours is great in uh, imperial stouts. You know, dark beers like that. Raspberry goes great. Um, it makes it feel desserty, or you get that fruit burst. It's just, it's it, it's perfect. Okay. I, I love it. And uh, we could have done a, a top styles. six fruit beer, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so now we well, have top six barrels, and now top six fruit. I'm getting future ideas for others. <laughs> well, and that's you know that's funny though because I'm looking at my list and I realized when I was thinking of my list, I'm thinking almost all dark beers. And then I realized, well, wait a minute. You've really fallen in love with the garden, all the fruit beers they've done, but I have no fruit on my list. Sure. Well, no, no. technically, I, I do have fruit, but it, yeah, you'll see what I'm saying. Dried you fruit. Have bourbon on your list? My Is number, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> my, my dried bourbon. Uh, my number five is vanilla bean. Yeah. I love a good yeah. vanilla bean beer. Something, you know, just you get that, stick a couple little pods in there and let them soak. Oh, my God, it's so good. It doesn't go, I mean, it goes in every dark imperial stout or imperial porter mm-hmm. or stouter porter for that matter. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. yeah. Why not? I just, yeah, I, I don't even know what to say about it. It's just, it's just like, you know, I'm one of those guys who like, I love vanilla ice cream. <laughs> so if you're like, it's just vanilla. Yeah, yeah but when vanilla is done vanilla right. Vanilla didn't make my top six, but I have it like as a, side, on the yeah. list. Yeah. Yeah. I just. Mm. That, that's my cliche one. I, I have vanilla on my list. Yeah. Now, you know, I would say that if you're going to do a vanilla beer, you probably aren't going to do just vanilla. You usually blend it with other things, but yeah. I just, I, I love when that's one of the additives in there. So, Yep. Obed number four. I, I I'll just get my vanilla out of the way since I just oh. mentioned it. Yeah, Let's but keep going. vanilla's on there. Uh, you know, I, I I like when it's just vanilla. Just mm-hmm. give me a vanilla bean something, yeah. a vanilla uh, wild or a vanilla stout. That's that's good for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of my probably one of my favorite flavors of done right. Mm-hmm. Uh, on top of that, you know, pair it with a little vanilla ice cream and it's beautiful. <laughs> so just, just getting it out of the way. Just, keep going. Mm-hmm. Is ice cream going to be your number one? <laughs> that's not something in the that's an I had to be uh, but you know if not it would be uh, I was just thinking too the last two on my list you guys might not give me but we'll see we won't give you eh, we'll see uh, number three hey Obed guess what number three is uh, wait we're at number four. Oh, number four sorry guess what number yeah, four is <laughs> sorry yeah, yeah. Um, you're killing me here I don't know Motherfucking me. bourbon barrels. Uh, yeah, bourbon barrels. Um, is that is that common? Do they do that still? I, I uh, you know, I think that... Um, <laughs> I think every brewery did that at one point, but that's that's back then. 
Yeah, no, I think Heineken is really getting into it, and I'm excited about what that might bring. I'll buy that just to try it. If Heineken ever makes a bourbon, I'll buy it. <laughs> uh, Can't be worse. <laughs> I think I think I think bourbon barrel is uh, is again one of those barrels that is uh, highly highly versatile. Um, I've had it. I mean, what uh, almost every style I've had bourbon barrel aged and found Ooh. something to like about it. Um, you know, where, whether it's an Imperial Stouts or Imperial Porters or it's sour beers, such as, uh, like, um, I don't know, uh, I've had a few of them. There's, who, who makes Bourbon Barrel? Uh, Cascade makes it. Uh, a lot of breweries do from the America. Diesel? Well, that's, well, the Imperial Stout, yeah. yeah. Not not just Stouts, but you're right, a lot, it, it is a, a versatile uh, barrel, and uh, I've seen everything from Bourbon Barrel IPAs to Reds yeah. to IPAs, smoked I've, beers, you know. You know yep. Um, I think it's just one of those where if it's done right with a certain, st- with, with a style of beer, you know, uh, strong ales, of course, um, barley wines, it just, I mean, barrel, bourbon barrels are used everywhere, and maybe that's why you didn't want to use them, but it, it fits with most styles. Well, so. and as you say that, I just poured myself a 2015 uh, bourbon barrel-aged Dark Star from Fremont, mm-hmm. and this is goddamn delicious. Bourbonic Plague, that's what I was trying to think. I'm sorry. Uh, like a sour beer. I mean, God, that's, it's great. Yeah, so. I, uh, I mm. wasn't that big on this uh, PF beer. Mm. <laughs> I, uh... You've not been a fan of a lot of their latest. I mean, Honestly, I'm not as big of a fan of this yeah, beer either. Just, no, sorry. They uh, don't have to. This is my palate, maybe. I liked I liked their uh, raspberry one better than this Goodness. one. But anyways, all right, my number four, and this is I, I did a tie because I kind of like them equally, and they kind of give off a lot of the same flavors. But I put dates and figs. Mm. Yeah, right. I like dates that was, and figs. That was kind of and my list too, but I mean, is that two or one? You're I'm doing. Just, I, let's just call it a tie. I'm letting you go. Who doesn't know. add figs when they add dates? Come on, Obed. Jeez. <laughs> I mean, I, I, can I can I segue? Because I mean, absolutely. I, yeah. I, I was just going to say specifically plums. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like plums and you know Abbey is, beers and some of those Belgian plums. Your number three and uh, yeah, let's put it on there. Okay. Uh, you know, I, plums. I like I, I like, really? uh, I like plum lambics. Uh, Tilquin plum is one of my favorite beers. I smell you know, poop. <laughs> But, um, <laughs> Obed, have you I been know. drinking plum beer? <laughs> I, I did have one two days ago. Yeah, the Tilquin. It's just Tilquin working its plum. magic now. Um, <laughs> but since abused. you opened the door, I'm going to do that. I, I really, you know, wanted to say, you know, just those dark fruits, the the pairing yeah. of plums, figs, dates, yeah. you know, that type of profile. Yeah, and we talk know. about beers like Berserker and. And even the Black Butte Reserve stuff, I just I love the dark the dark fruit stuff that you get off of those. It's just uh, so damn good. Mm-hmm. Big big fan. So okay, Obed, you're number three. We both got into ours. So Marcus, what's your number three? My number three, coffee beans. Oh, look at you. Uh, coffee. I'm a sucker for coffee beer. Even coffee IPAs. I mean, we've had a couple of good coffee IPAs. Just Fort coffee George. ales, yeah. Coffee ales. I mean, Fort George made a coffee see-through, IPA. See through beers. <laughs> See through beers, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, it's and 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 in blended into dark beers. I mean, oh, good God, I'm a sucker for that. And if you throw that in a bourbon barrel, okay, take my money. Mm-hmm. It's vanilla uh, coffee bourbon barrel. Oh you know, man, like you can't lose. People yeah. do that. If you can't, <laughs> is that <laughs> Heineken? If you can't make a good beer with that, you don't. You shouldn't be making beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you screw that up, yeah. yeah. 
I think we screwed that up once, didn't we? No, no we didn't. We have never dried a coffee beer. No, we don't have any bourbon barrels either. That's also true. Yeah, We screwed up some... I had a vanilla bean once, and I screwed that up. No, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure if I did. Uh, no, we didn't. We made that uh, the barrel-aged uh, Imperial Stout, and it turned out decent after a couple of years of that, aging. Yeah, a couple of years. <laughs> it needed a couple of years. While. Took a while. Yeah. And I'm just all add-on. My number three is coffee as well. So, okay. yeah, no need to go any further on that. Obed, yeah. number two... Well, I will change my list because I am not a I am not a follower. So, uh, <laughs> oh, we had coffee on our list. I'm, I'm Somebody had coffee on their maple, list. Maple, maple, what? Maple. Okay. Mm. Let's uh, just talk about the double stack at Great Notion. Hello. That alone is uh, probably one of the best examples of how delicious that can be. Yeah. But uh, there's is there a, a better one? I don't know of a better representation of maple in a beer. Uh, you know, some of those brunch well, that, beers is, <laughs> that are the highest rated beers in the world, you know, Top okay. and Goliath. So and when stuff. you talk about maple, does, I'm that, Adam. does that include the family of molasses? Or are we, is yeah, that, I mean, because molasses, honey, let's just, put again, you're about that. Let's just oh, talk wow. about sweet syrup because you just opened that door. <laughs> no, so, that's not fair. That's too many. No, that's too many. You got to pick one. <laughs> I did. I picked Anything maple. syrup? I picked maple. But, hey, uh, I did dates and figs, so we can do <laughs> You know, I picked maple, but I mean, they're all in the same family, you know, molasses and, you know, just this sugary. Because, you know, again, the Midnight Sun Berserker, that molasses character, when you open that bottle fresh, Um, it just blasts you in the face. So molasses isn't on your list. (laughs) It's not on my list. Oh, wow. But I love it. Yeah. But but I think the best style to showcase maple in similar liquids is uh, breakfast out specifically. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, a lot of those brunch stouts that exist, you know, they're some of the highest rating beers out there. You you Mm -hmm. throw out names like Toppling Goliath, Mm -hmm. Cane Brewing. Mm-hmm. cycle all those sets they're so hard to get and that's mm-hmm. one of the common ingredients they all have is mm-hmm. you know it just it just adds a, a nice uh sweet factor you know? yeah I, I i hear what you're saying marcus number two okay here's where it gets a little dicey i don't know if you're gonna let me have this because i actually said this wasn't allowed but since it's a secondary ingredient i don't maybe you'll let me do it massive and i massive is the important part Massive dry hopping. Dry hopping. Uh, so, uh, I don't mean like, uh, oh, I'm going to I get it. See, no. see, see, brewers consider that in, in a junk, though? I, well, it, I mean, a lot of beers don't have dry hopping. I mean, it, it is a secondary additive, and you're just you're putting more hops. Okay. I'll be, I'll be fair. I, I, that's what I want to put at number two, but I'll, I'll slip this one in at, at number two. Apricot. Okay. I feel like you already said what you wanted to say. You're, just, <laughs> yeah. you're so taking too many liberties. Strike from the record, people. And, uh, I, d- I did, Mr. Anything Liquid. <laughs> We're going to put anything gonna liquid Sean, in a beer. I, I maple. He was still kind of... <laughs> I think uh, and as probably my favorite fruit that I'd had, and, and the sole reason for this is Degard, uh, is apricot. Because the apricot beers that I've had from Degard are just crazy juice-forward, apricot-forward. There, uh, it adds so much, and some tartness. It adds the the beer itself. The base beer itself typically has some nice complexity to it. It's like drinking apricots, and, and uh, the the apricot boo in particular just sticks out in my mind as like mm-hmm. that. That's a beer that just sticks out in my mind. It, you know, apricot goza is my favorite goza. Or goza. Time. I'm sorry, not boo. The goza. No, they yes. do. There is. A... That's what I meant. No, I meant the goza. Okay. Um, you can't take it back. He's taking back a lot of things. I know. He's just like, I'm just watching him backtrack. 
Welcome in the room with Donald Trump. Ooh. <laughs> wow, I don't think that was uh, Donald, a cheap shot. I don't think Donald Trump Trump would drink an apricot goza. He doesn't even know what that is. He would if it was expensive. Just saying. Yeah, you know. I make the best apricot goblet. goza in the world. Just ask me. Yeah. Drinking out of my Donald Trump mug. <laughs> no, so yeah, apricots and and the and the apricot goza from the garden in particular. But I've had a few other beers from them that have apricot in as well, and it's just nice. I love the brightness of it, and I love the juiciness and the uh, sa- the pu- the puckering sour factor. Hey, Marcus, my favorite fruit. Nobody's arguing with you. No, you've all been arguing with me like this whole time. <laughs> my number two, chocolate. Oh, I love yeah. chocolate beers. Uh, a lot of people might slap me in the face for saying this, but Rogue's Double Chocolate is just like a candy bar in my mouth. So, so are we talking like cocoa nibs, chocolate mall, or actual cocoa nibs, nibs or yeah, you know, anything that, chocolate? Yeah. I think is what you're saying. Yeah, it's chocolate, but, but I mean cocoa nibs. Uh, I you know who knows what Rogue makes. My other favorite one, and it's organic beers from Samuel Smith. Their their chocolate stout is like a that's a really good dessert. Stout for it, five bucks, five fifty. Oh yeah, my god! Great. For the price point, it's Samuel Smith chocolate stout is phenomenal. It, yeah. It's like a, it's like a hot chocolate that's a, but it's beer. Yeah. <laughs> it's so friggin' good. I just yeah. So you know, you throw in the you know chocolate, coffee, and vanilla together. Oh good lord, sky's the limit. I like how nobody said cinnamon. It's I have it. A, I have it on, on my list. list, but it it makes a good yeah. like yeah. whether sours or you know. No, sours. I have it on my. I have it on my. Extras. I wasn't in my list. So Cinnamon. That's not yeah. Well, and again, we'll, we'll talk about Fremont's Abominable. I mean, that, poof, man. Coffee, cinnamon, bee bombs, great. Yep. Okay. They just posted, I think, on uh, Twitter that uh, the ancient bee bomb is, is dropping soon. The bomb? Yeah. The so, bar. Cool. So keep an eye. All right. Uh, my number one, um, I'm going to just say one, one, one word. <laughs> Bourbon barrels. <laughs> Just liquids, no. Uh, stone fruit, stone, stone fruit. fruit. I, I didn't want to say just you know a- apricot. Stone fruit that you know I don't care if it's nectarine or peaches what or just cheater. apricots. That it's the same. Your family. favorite wrestler is probably Stone Cold Steve Austin too. <laughs> exactly, isn't it? it's the same family of fruit. You know, <laughs> technically the same thing. They're all very similar. It's very minor nuances. You know, some are more tart or more sweet, but it's a, it's a to me it's pretty much the same thing i i will drive far if it's whether if it's one or the other but uh yeah that's probably my favorite um style of beer uh particularly in you know wilds mm-hmm. lambics you don't you don't have to defend yourself like marcus <laughs> yes he does just, he just, just included <laughs> like 50 fruits <laughs> all the fruits <laughs> every fruit on the planet Inc- dried apricots included i think yeah that's included why not <laughs> uh, oh boy Marcus, what's your number one? All right, my number one, I don't care if you won't give it to me. I'm sticking with it because it is actually an adjunct uh, for a lot of different styles. And that is going to be... You good? I'm good. That is going to be (laughs) bacteria. Ooh, look at you. Bugs. Getting technical. Bugs in particular. You want to put throw your yogurt in there? I, I probably wouldn't give that to you, but I don't care. What? Don't <laughs> what are you talking about? That's part of natural brewing for how good No, no, no. But see, a lot of a lot of American sours are brewed with a clean ale yeast, like a Saccharomyces yeast, and then in secondary, you inoculate with bacteria. You put your bugs in. Yeah. No, so. That's just to me. I I, I did say stone fruit. So he likes to throw a little yeah. diverticulitis in there. And <laughs> we'll we'll <laughs> yeah, let right. you get away with it. All right. <laughs> the, a number of the sours I have aging right now in my basement were made that way, and they're definitely an adjunct. They are not added at primary or during the brewing process. It was a clean beer, 
And then it became a sour I like how all his answers, he has to defend himself. He is like a Trump. Yeah, <laughs> I, I inoculate them with stone fruit. And then... <laughs> I'm an anti-vaxxer. So I don't, don't let any of that into my beer. Yeah, man. I mean, co- bacteria adds so much complexity to beers you know it whether does. it's whether it's acidity or it's funk or you tried adding hops earlier didn't you did you try adding no hops it's not or... on my list remember oh, okay <laughs> oh boy oh boy so bacteria is absolutely <sighs> on my list it's number one okay. it's my favorite flavor addition to beers well obed said that we can't say bourbon barrels so that was your number one it's... oh so now no. we're all gonna cheat no mine's whiskey barrel <laughs> <laughs> and that's nice. actually what I wrote. I didn't change oh, really? a damn thing. It wasn't scotch barrels. <laughs> like huh? rye whiskey barrels? <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. Sure. And I don't think we need to get into it any more than we've already spoke of. But, uh, yeah, I just, you know, I mean, that's kind of like the king of what I drink. If it says BBA on it, I'm all over it. So, yeah, not much yeah. more to say there. No, that's great. Uh, well, that was fun, guys. It's time to wind it down. Episode 12 of the Portland Beer Club podcast. And we're at Portland Beer Club dot com no portland beer club podcast dot com yeah that sounds right i can't even remember what my you damn think shows. i've you think i've been to the website <laughs> uh we're on instagram we're on twitter we're on facebook we're on untapped go find us on untapped be our friend and you can find out what we're drinking and we'll uh you know well it's mostly what i'm drinking but uh because you know i'm not checking in your guys i, mean, I have untapped too. yeah obed's on untapped marcus is on untapped we're all on untapped and, uh, For the love of God, drink a beer with prunes and plums in it. <laughs> Marcus, do you know your untapped handle? Yes. Do you want to share it <laughs> or no? Uh, it's it's a weird one. It's overrun vestibules. That's Marcus. Obed, do you want <laughs> to share that spelled? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's fine. Yeah, I can share mine. Um, mine's a little simpler than that. Um, <laughs> Called Obed. <laughs> it's just called Obed. <laughs> it's just called. Uh, yeah, it's just, called Stone just Fruit. Ob and then Wand. O B W A N. Pretty simple. Find me. Obi Wan. Nice. Perfect. Well, all right, guys. That's episode twelve. We'll be back in two weeks with episode thirteen, the unlucky episode, and uh, we'll talk to you then. Take care. That's been another episode of the Portland Beer Club podcast. Be sure to check us out on Facebook at Portland Beer Club or Twitter at PDX Beer Club. Feel free to contact me at portlandbeerclub at gmail.com if you have any news, feedback, or just want to say hi. See you next time.